I am very excited about today's call, but before we begin, we have Jesse Ledoux, our queen of coaching with our product of the week. Jesse, tell us about the new product that you discovered. I am so excited to talk about this product because I have had the opportunity to test this one firsthand. So many of our clients are in the Miss Division into the Mrs. Division. And it's difficult for us to find skincare products that work for us because obviously more mature skin needs special care. And this product is the Luminous Cellular Rejuvenation Serum. And it is a little bit pricey. However, it is so valuable because I've been using it now for about two months, so 60 days, and I have seen such a dramatic decrease in fine lines and the texture of my skin that I would have a really difficult time not using it. So that is why I am so stoked to share it with our community today. Now, I can actually weigh in on this because I too use it. I've used both the face wash, the day cream, and the the night cream. So mm-hmm. like outside of, I mean, because I feel like it has a nice scent to it. It's not overly aggressive or anything, but like, what have you noticed most about this skincare cream versus maybe some of the other creams that you've used? Sure. Well, it's a serum. So it's highly concentrated with vitamins and minerals that are specifically formulated to rejuvenate your skin, promote the growth of collagen, um, promote uh, the youth, youthfulness of, of skin. So it glows. So what I do is after I wash my face, I actually use the Luminous um, cleanser as well. So I'm kind of cheating. Um, but anyway, even if I didn't, I would still use the serum. So I just use my ring finger and you're supposed to use only your ring finger or your pinky when you're applying anything on your eyes because of how delicate it is. So I just dab a little bit and I do under my eye to my crow's feet area and up until my, uh, my temple area where I get the most wrinkles because I smile a lot. I laugh a lot. That's where my highest concentration of fine lines is. And I'm, I'm 28. So I always need to be cognizant of things that have anti-aging properties. I wish I would have listened to my mom when I was 16 and did eye cream before, but I didn't. So Luminous has really been a miracle worker for me to kind of, uh, undo all the damage that was done when I was being careless. Okay, full disclosure. I'm a guy. I use the, the on my whole face, not just my. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and it's kind of by accident because I was like, oh, serum. Okay, put this on before the cream. No big deal. I know how this stuff works. I've been putting it on my entire face. You're such a dude. <laughs> and and I know the whole ring finger trick, but I still index finger, thumb, whatever. I just smear it on again. Not. That's not how you're supposed to do it at all. Um, but so it, it is just for your eyes. Now, do they give any kind of uh, warranty or guaranteed? Here's what to expect from the results. Anything of that nature? Yeah. So again, this is for your whole face. So you are right, Stephen. You're just applying it improperly, which is okay. We'll forgive you. But it okay. is for your whole face. And I do notice that it has improved my entire skin tone, not just those fine lines and wrinkles. But we do have with Pageant Planet a seven-day return policy. So if you give it a try and you don't like how it feels or you maybe have a a mild reaction, but it's formulated for all skin tones, so you really shouldn't, there is that safety piece. And I always say, put it on after you you cleanse and before you moisturize, because there will be a little bit of a tightness, but that can be remedied with the proper moisturizer. Um, So there's seven-day return policy. And again, it is on the pricey side, but it has some amazing technology within it that really works wonders. So it's $137.99. So $137 is not that bad when you think about all of the effects that it has. And as always, there's free shipping. Yeah, and I mean, I've had mine. And again, I've been using <laughs> for my whole face. And I know that you said we can, that's okay. But I think I've had mine now for three months. 
Um, so it, it does. It lasts a long time. If you break it up for the monthly and depending how big your face is, right? <laughs> It'll kind of determine the length. Worst promo ever. But I mean, I, I noticed that when I put the serum on and then I put the cream on on top, I do have more of a youthful glow and I'm pushing 35. So they don't have anything to take the gray out of the hair though. Um, okay, so one one thirty seven seven day money back guarantee, and that's after you receive it. So, um, like if you get it on a Monday, you have it until the next Monday to see the results. You've mm-hmm. already covered that, and then if they return it, they just email Connor and just send it back to him, and t- he takes care of it like a boss, right? Absolutely, that's exactly how it works. Awesome. Well, again, as always, thank you so much for your discovery. My pleasure. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Michelle Strom of Winning Crown Boutique in Omaha, Nebraska is joining us today, and I'm super excited about it. She's the creative director of this full-service pageant boutique. She works closely with clients from all over the United States and has dressed countless winners across a variety of systems. As the custom designer of Teresa Scanlon winning the Miss America gown, Michelle is going to tell us the secrets to creating a perfectly custom wardrobe. So Michelle, welcome to the call. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's so fun to finally connect with the pageant planet and be on your show. This is awesome. Thanks for like, honestly, running a store. I've been in the stores to trunk shows. It is amazing all the different hats that you have to run, like where yes. running a store. And so for you to be able to take um, just a few minutes out with us to share your tips and your tricks and your secrets that's going to help girls succeed, we are very blessed for that. Well, so happy to do it. It's fun to be able to share that with everyone so they feel better about themselves and they can be successful. So that's our main goal here. Love it. So how far in advance should girls start planning their wardrobe? Well, of course, we always have clients that come in, you know, last minute, which is fine. We have so much in-stock inventory that we're able to help people, even if they come in, you know, a month before their pageant. But, you know, ideally, I would really like four to six months of working on wardrobe with somebody, especially if they're planning to do any kind of custom wardrobe. Um, It takes 12 weeks to typically make a custom dress and... Um, then you want time for alterations. And then you really want time to practice in your gown, walking in it, making sure you're comfortable with it. If it's a fun fashion gown, then you want to make sure you know your routine that you're going to do out there. So ideally, four to six months gives us enough time and the client time and everyone, you know, feels comfortable and not stressed out at the last minute. And, you know, you get it before, you know, you're going to walk in get on the plane and go to the pageant. So it's always good to have more time than not enough. So, but we'll, you know, obviously help people with any time frame and make it work. Yeah, completely. Now, what are you, what would you say are the advantages of getting a custom wardrobe designed? Well, truly just being unique, one of a kind. I find that a customer's personality really comes out and shines when they can be exactly what they've envisioned. And that's really our job here is just to help people live out what their vision is. Everyone comes in here and they usually have a Pinterest board or some way that they've saved photos of their favorite pageant contestant. And our job is then to take that, take their personality, their body shape and create 
their wardrobe. And it just really allows us to feel like we connect with our clients and make them the best that they can be. Would you recommend a custom pageant wardrobe at, let's say if you're competing in the Miss America system, since you, since we mentioned Teresa, would you recommend a custom wardrobe at local and state level or just save it all for like the national and the international level if it's like universe or world? You know, I think it really depends on the client. Um, I know when we dressed Teresa for her state pageant, as well as when she won Miss America, she did not do a custom wardrobe for state. Um, She didn't want to spend the money on it, which we totally understand. And, you know, we waited until the national pageant to do that custom uh, piece for her. So I think it depends on, number one, your budget. It depends also if you feel that what we have in the store is you're going to feel good enough in. And I think it's okay to save it for the national event, but I think it's also okay to wear the same thing. If you have a great custom dress that you wore to a state pageant and there's really no way to outdo that, I think it's okay to go ahead and wear it for the national event. We saw uh, Miss America from this year who, uh, Savvy Shields, who ended up doing that. It's hard to sometimes top your state gown so it's okay to wear it again if you feel like there that's the best option that you do have. So, you know, we're willing to work with people at any level that, you know, they if they feel they need to upgrade their wardrobe or they if they don't. Sometimes it takes, you know, changing out some of the styling to make it better, whether it's hair, makeup, maybe even custom jewelry at that point. So there's so many ways to kind of revamp and refresh if you decide you don't want to go with new wardrobe. Well, and that kind of is the the unwritten law that you cannot wear your state gown to national, right. or it's like you've got right. to change it up. Don't do it. Um, uh, what are some instances when a girl should change it up versus when a girl should consider holding on to what she wanted in her state gown? Well, I think that you know sometimes a girl will put everything into that state pageant. Maybe they're lifelong dream has been to be the miss whatever state that they're in. And, you know, maybe it isn't necessarily to win the national pageant. So they're going to put every effort into winning that state pageant. I think it's okay to then, you know, spend that money and, and go for everything and have that custom wardrobe in that particular case. And, you know, maybe then that's not when you upgrade your wardrobe because you did it all for the state pageant. Um, you know, and then there's, some clients that are okay with what they have or what we have here in the store. And then they're going to upgrade it, you know, when they go to nationals. So I think truly everybody is a little bit different and it just depends on where you're at in the process. Um, Everybody's process is different. Sometimes if you're competing for the very first time, you maybe don't want to spend the money that it would take for a custom wardrobe. You want to kind of Uh, put your your big toe in the pool, so to speak, and you're not ready to just fully jump in. And that's okay, too. You know, a lot of girls in the Miss America system are competing for years before they actually win. So it's okay to kind of understand the system before you truly invest in the state pageant um, and spend all your money on a gown. So I I truly think it, it just depends on the client. Yeah, I, I wish there was some sort of national statistic that, I mean, maybe we right. can work to put it together. I mean, but as girls get closer to that age out date, whether it 
you know, be America, Universe, USA, it's those girls have a lot higher propensity to buy the more expensive gowns or just to go sure. all out for the custom. Cause they're putting like, everything into it at that yeah. point, because there is no going back. There is no going back and saying, gosh, I wish I would have done it different. Or I wish I would have created that vision that I do have. And, and, you know, I think that it, again, it's such an individual thing. It just depends on where you're at with the process. Um, and we've seen it so many different ways. And we've seen girls that, like Teresa Scanlon, that walk into Miss Nebraska for the very first time who've never competed there and win it and don't have that custom wardrobe. I think, you know, she won in a $300 uh, gown that we had here that was on the clearance rack. It wasn't even, you know, a super expensive uh, gown. She looked amazing in it. And we just kind of took that and then revamped it for nationals and made it even bigger and better with the custom piece. So, it's just very interesting to see where people are at in the process and just trying to meet them there and create something that works for them. That's great. Now, is there an advantage, do you think, a psychological advantage, if you will, to keeping your wardrobe a secret before you come out on stage? You know, that's an interesting thing. I hear so many girls that always say, please don't tell anyone what I'm wearing. And we do honor that. We're we're very... Um, into keeping things private around here and confidential. Um, and I think once you get to the pageant, I don't think it matters. I think at that point you can, if you want to tell your roommate or, you know, somebody that you're friends with at the pageant, what you're wearing, I think it's almost a little liberating to say that I have enough confidence that I'm okay with saying what I'm wearing because truly you, you can't change it at that point. Um, and I think that you need to be confident in your own skin and know that you're wearing a beautiful dress that represents who you are and you can just go out and be your best. It doesn't matter what other people are wearing and it doesn't matter if the, somebody else has the same dress, you might have to just do it better. So, um, I always tell girls, you know, go in, swim in your own lane and do your own thing. And it doesn't matter. Forget the rest. It doesn't matter what other people are doing. Just go out and do your thing. So I, I know that there's a lot of mind games and whatnot that go into pageantry, but I would just hope that people could kind of move past that and just uh, do their own thing that's best for them. Yeah. And, and what's funny, what I've noticed like in my years in the industry is every, like a lot of the girls are trying to play mind games against their competition, but everybody sure. is, Oh my, I'm using a blanket, a hasty generalization, but every girl is trying to play mind games against the other girl thinking that girl is thinking about them when sure. every girl there is thinking about themselves for the most part. Like, I don't want this person to think that or that, you know, to analyze me or to whatever. But if everybody's thinking that, then clearly you're the only one thinking about you. So it's best sure. just to, you know, do your own thing and, and have a ball. And like you said, stay in your own lane. Right. And you just, if you have a plan and I tell people before you even go to that pageant, you have a plan, you know exactly what you're going to say and what you're going to do in the areas of competition. Don't change it because somebody else is doing something else and it's not going to help you get ahead. In fact, it's going to make you worse because you're second guessing, you know, your plan and your plan is the most important part of anything you do in pageantry and, and having that game plan before you go in, if you change it midstream, you're likely to falter. And, and, uh, that's where we see people run into trouble is because they aren't confident because they've just lost their game plan. Mm. 
Now, when it comes to creating a custom wardrobe piece, say a girl's listening to this and she says, okay, great. I want to do a custom gown. Now what? Where does she, where does she go to get the process started? So typically what we do with clients is we look through and try on numerous different styles. So here in the winning crown, we have every style you can imagine. So if you're thinking, you know, coming into the appointment, you want a ball gown. We have lots of ball gowns that you can try on with different uh, styles of skirts and necklines and waistlines, et cetera. So we have girls that come in and we try on different styles. Um, And if you're not here in our location, we have you send us pictures of you in different styles of gowns so we can help you pick what style is best. And then from there, um, we kind of settle on, you know, the fabrics we touch and feel, different fabrics. We look at crystals, which is super fun. And we just start to put all the pieces together. And then from there, we take it and we give it to an illustrator who will illustrate exactly um, what we kind of have in our mind and hopefully it matches what the client is thinking as well. Um, and then from there, if everyone settles on it and we're all good with the color choices and the style, we send it off to our designer who makes it in their factory for us. Um, and then 12 weeks later, it shows up at our doorstep and it's kind of like Christmas around here. So it's a, it's a great, easy, simple process. And every time we've done it, and we've been doing it for nearly 10 years, the process comes out exactly like the drawing is and what the customer's wanting. So we've been very lucky in, in that regard. We try and cover every base before we design that wardrobe to make sure there's no surprises and everybody's on the same page. And um, we kind of just make sure everybody uh, likes what we're doing before we actually go through and do it. That's great. Now, I mean, budget is something that I'm sure is talked about along the way. When you are talking with a girl and you say you're playing with the crystals, are you like, okay, this is probably going to add an additional X to your gown? I mean, at what point do you start to say, okay, if you want that, it's probably going to be an extra X or Y? Yeah. So the budget is usually the first thing that we discuss um, with anyone that's talking about uh, building a wardrobe. And, you know, unfortunately, the the custom piece, that one of a kind, so making it one time, just like Teresa Scanlon's dress was, um, the cost of doing that is just a little bit more expensive than your typical off the rack dress that's been made, you know, 50, 100,000 times. Um and the materials that go into it are always an upgraded material. So you get 100% silk. You get uh, real Swarovski crystals. And the process is truly custom, meaning that no one else has had your gown. We sketch it here in our location. And then we have it made um, in a couple of different factories that are the world's best designers. And we use our manufacturers. And it just turns out beautifully every time. Um but that custom wardrobe for an evening gown is in the upwards of 2500 and beyond. Um, we do have less expensive options. Um, we're just not using the upgraded materials to make those particular dresses. But it is something that we can do. Um, when somebody is looking at doing that one-of-a-kind custom wardrobe, they're usually prepared for the cost that is associated with that. And we can usually kind of warn them, okay, so you're adding you know, a complete uh, crystal um, 
artwork on the bodice and it's covering the entire bodice, it's probably going to add, you know, X amount of dollars more. And we can tell them that going into it, we know exactly how to price it and time it. And we know how it's going to turn out since we've done so many of them. Um, so we can kind of warn people in advance what they're getting into. Um, but I think it's a discussion that's had before you even begin, uh, the process. It's more in that consultation stage where we discover, you know, what dress is going to be best for their budget. And I know that there's a little bit of flexibility there, but if a girl says, I want a custom gown, she mentally should be prepared to spend north of about 2500 right? Absolutely. And um, to get that look that you're wanting, that one-of-a-kind look, you definitely, you know, 2500 is a great place to start. And, you know, we usually share with our customers then how to get sponsorships and how to get um, uh, funds to pay for, you know, your wardrobe and to treat this like it is your business because you're going out and interviewing for a job. So we can usually teach people how they can get their gown paid for um, so they can get that more expensive wardrobe. Now, I don't know if this is a trade secret, but is that something that you could like share with us your best tip? to securing a gown sponsor? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, it's not necessarily just a gown sponsor, but it's a sponsor in you and yourself. You're, you're a business, you're representing, um, different companies that you do business with. And that's where I recommend people go first and ask the people that they do business with in their community to support them in their dream. Now it takes a little bit of legwork for the contestant. They're going to have to make some paperwork to be able to look professional, to hand that out to, um, you know, their potential sponsors, but they're looking for cash donations and it could be a hundred dollars. It could be $200, but every little bit of money will help. Now you have to be willing to do something for your sponsor. And maybe it's to come in and sign autographs when you do win that state pageant, or, you know, maybe it's to do some type of charity work for their organization. So there has to be a little trade off. So, um, the sponsor feels like they're getting something useful out of it. Um, but we help girls all the time to just think outside the box to do even sometimes a silent auction. Um, and they'll give some of the proceeds to their favorite charity. And then the rest of it could go towards them and, you know, helping with that sponsorship to secure their gown and their wardrobe for what their, what is their biggest dream. So we, we try and help people, to be different, to think outside the box, because those things are going to help them, I think, also in the interview. So they they sound better and more prepared. Yeah, love that. And one of my favorite ways for girls to raise money for their pageant is just get a part-time job waiting tables. Like I waited tables sure. on and off. And then if people say, why are you waiting tables? Well, my dream is to be Miss Ohio, Miss Nebraska, right? And that's why I'm waiting tables. Oh my gosh, you get so much more money doing that. I wish I had that story when right. I waited. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you've if you have an expensive taste and you're wanting that one-of-a-kind wardrobe, it's going to take, you know, a little bit of extra work, whether it's asking people for sponsorships or going out and, and waiting tables, doing some type of side job. That's usually what it does take. But I think it'll take you so much further in the end. Completely. Now, I know that there's, I mean, different time restraints based on if a girl has a Shavosky crystal hand beaded gown versus just a beautiful silk gown, very rich in color. So could you take us kind of the 
here's the minimum amount of time it would take you to get a custom gown, and here's probably the longest time, including alterations. Like, what should a girl really expect time-wise? Sure. So, you know, it, you're right. If you have a completely beaded gown that is full of crystals from head to toe, it's going to take a little bit longer to make it. However, some of our designers do offer what we call a rush fee and we can, you know, submit this gown and they, they say, you know, we can get it a little bit quicker, you know, by rushing the process. Uh, we unfortunately have to pay for that, but um, we can typically get it then between six and eight weeks. Uh, we just dressed uh, Miss South Dakota USA, Tessa D, and we had less than 12 weeks to get that gown and we're able to get that fully beaded uh, gown in our location. So it is possible to do it. And because we've worked so closely with Sherry Hill and Giovanni and their couture line for so long, you know, they're usually able to help us out because we've been such good customers of theirs. So we have so many great connections within our industry that I hate to say no to anyone. I usually, that's usually my policy with my staff is just say yes. And we're going to figure out a way to get it done, um, to help people out. That's great. Now, should girls kind of plan or make leeway for, to get their custom pieces altered after delivery? Yes. So we take custom measurements for the gown, um, but I recommend usually that when it comes in, you get it altered to fit absolutely perfect. You're definitely going to need the length altered because they usually come very long. But during that 12 weeks, you've probably toned up, lost some weight, and you may need an inch taken in at the waist. Um, Our alterations people that we work with here in our location um, can get things done as quick as overnight. We've had clients that are literally pushing it to the last minute and um, are leaving for Miss USA, let's say, within a couple of days, and our alterations person was able to get it done overnight while they stayed in town. So, you know, there are so many ways around all of this, but ideally, again, we want to have that uh, four to six months to get ready and not be stressed. So more time is better than not enough. And stress causes wrinkles. I mean, you, <laughs> all this. Right. Yeah. For oh, both you. Sometimes. Yeah. I know for me, I'm a stress eater. So yeah, for sure. Causes wrinkles on both Michelle and the contestants and overeating in Michelle <laughs> and the contestants. Oh, that's crazy. Right. Just get there on time right. already, you know? Yes. Yes. Um, I know it's a big decision, but yes, we, we always say time is of the essence. So please make your decision quickly and let's move on and focus on something else, you know, like your interview or your walking. Mm -hmm. Now custom, when when someone says I want a custom wardrobe, almost everybody's mind goes to evening gown. However, like, are there some other areas of competition that girls can really benefit from a custom design piece? Absolutely. So truly, you know, we say we're a full service pageant boutique. We specialize in every area of the competition. And with that comes an interview dress. And maybe you can't find the interview dress that you've been thinking of. So we have uh, seamstresses that we work with. We can pick the fabric, the design and have it made all the way from, you know, the young ones competing in National American Miss that are, you know, maybe four years old, all the way up to the girls competing at Miss USA. So anything can be done. Um, We help with fun fashion outfits because that seems to be the hardest category to dress for um, because these designers just don't have what we call fun fashion outfits hanging in their line. And so we end up having to create those. 
Um, so truly anything can be done. Um, we've even done custom, you know, baton outfits, uh, or tap outfits for people competing in, in talent competitions. So, um, again, it just takes a little creativity and, and working together and we'll make anything that the customer needs. Yeah. And there's not a lot of people out there that can custom design talent because that's talent wardrobe. I mean, that's a whole nother ball game. So it is now we don't necessarily make it ourselves, but we have the connections with other people that do. So we'll work with them to come up with the sketches and the designs and the fabrics and how, you know, cool it is for whatever routine they're doing and we'll get it made. Well, I mean, having someone to talk through and to help you conceptualize it is like three quarters of the battle. Like if you can get it on paper, you can almost give anyone else the roadmap. Yeah, I'm doing again a hasty generalization, but you can give it to someone else. They follow this roadmap; it'll turn out awesome. Um, exactly. That's exactly why I'm called the creative director here, is because the creativity is my like middle name. That's what I'm known for: is being able to be creative and think outside the box, and you know, get that done for people that have kind of that different and unique vision for something. So. That's the fun stuff. It's great. Now, are there common misconceptions that you run into when talking with girls about custom designs? And if so, what are they? Hmm. Common misconceptions. That's a good one. Um, you know, it, it is interesting. I will have people that will come in thinking they can get a custom uh, designed evening gown, let's say, for, you know, $500. They're thinking... Um, that they're the same price as what's on the rack here, you know, in our location from our different designers. And I think that's probably the biggest part of, you know, trying to educate people on the difference of the custom piece because the materials are so much greater than that of, you know, more of a mass production uh, type of address. Um, you know, we're all about education here. So we're really just trying to help people understand what the process is and what the different types of dresses are. And I think once we kind of sit down and go through that consultation, people start to understand and, and they have that roadmap. They know exactly where to go and, and where they're going and, and how it's going to turn out. And, and with that, as the creative director, is there certain, I mean, for lack of a better word, pet peeves, that when girls come in and they say they want something, what what's maybe something that they lead with that wastes time or that you don't feel important? And then maybe what's something else that you're like, oh, the next time you go into somebody for a custom consultation, have this information ready. It'll make your process and your journey so much yes. easier. I, I'd say my biggest pet peeve is just people that are indecisive. You know, they're seeking opinions from you know, five, 10 different people on what they should be wearing. And, you know, there, we have a, a great group of clients that come to us and say, literally, Michelle designed me what I should be wearing. And like Teresa Scanlon didn't try on a single dress for Miss America. She said, Michelle just designed me something. We drew it, we made it. And she said, huh, looks good. Showed it to her board, ended up having that dress made and it fit nearly perfect when she got it in. So I would ask people to come in with a vision. And if they don't have that vision, trust us. We're going to steer them in the right direction. We've been doing this a long time. And we know what each particular pageant system is looking for. Because we know Miss America is different than Miss USA, as IJM is different than NAM. 
And so we kind of know now over our years of dressing people and having them win what really does well. Um, and that will make the process so much easier as if they could just not be indecisive and know that time is of the essence again and not take, you know, a month to decide and circle back around and they end up coming up with the same idea that we originally came up with. So having some trust in the people you're working with, I think it's super important. And I'll say I've consulted for a few different designers in the industry and kind of seen the behind the scenes of how girls make the decision. And I'm curious to see what your thoughts are, but the girls who make the, the quickest decisions and they're just confident in what they know or what they want, they tend to be the girls that place higher in national and state and even local competitions. Have you found that to be true? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because they know themselves. They know what they're, what it's going to take for them to feel confident. They know, um, you know, maybe they're not an expert at, okay, I should wear this color or this color, but they, they, for the most part know, okay, I'm looking for this kind of a style. And when they find it, they go with it and then they're done with that. And they move on to the next thing. I mean, it has to be just awful and torture on your confidence to just continually circle back around and wonder if you look good in something and keep asking people, do I look good in this? You should just be able to look at yourself and say, yes, I look great in this. And the people I'm working with that are sponsors of the Miss USA system or the Miss America system are also saying I look good in it. So I'm going to trust them. And and just know that it's all going to be okay. And, you know, I love working with, you know, clients that are newcomers and, and those that have been around for many years. Um, but you got to trust the people that you're surrounding yourself with. And uh, I think it will make you a better competitor. Yeah. And ultimately, you're not going to put a contestant in something that looks really bad because that's oh, bad for your business. It's my name. <laughs> I yes. know, right? I always tell people I do not do second place. So my goal is to get you to win. So I would never put some somebody in a gown that I thought I was questioning or I didn't think looked good because ultimately it is my name. And I don't, if it looked bad, I wouldn't want people to go, oh my gosh, I think that Michelle at the winning crown is, is losing her edge. She's putting people in these crazy gowns. So, um, I think that's super important to know that I'm really competitive. I want people to look good and be the best that they can be and, and to ultimately win. That's what I want. Well, and your strategy doesn't just stop with custom dresses. I mean, you also offer coaching and makeup and hair services and headshots. So tell us some about those services and um, yeah, how girls can tie into that. Sure. So like I said before, we're a full service pageant uh, boutique. So, you know, you can't win with an amazing dress, but you don't know how to speak and you're not going to win if you don't know how to walk when you're up on stage or walk in that dress. So we think it's really important to make sure that you have, again, that roadmap that, you know, you have to sound great when you're in the interview, you have to walk great when you're in your swimsuit or in your gown. And, um, we try and help people with all aspects of the pageant. So we have great photographers that we partner with, um, hair and makeup and coaching services. And, you know, that's our goal is to be full circle. So we've covered every base. We make sure that that girl is at her best. Um, and I learned, you know, years ago, I had helped a client with the coaching and they're on site doing hair and makeup, 
you know, they had a great wardrobe. And then I opened the program book and I saw her headshot and, you know, it was a headshot she took in her backyard and it was like a selfie. And I'll never forget that it pained me that I forgot that one step and that I didn't double check what she was doing on every aspect of that pageant. And so we've added that to our checkoff list that we make sure they have a great headshot that goes in that program book. Cause we know that's the first impression with the judge and we want them to look good. So we make sure we have great photographers lined up and we have hair and makeup um, to assist and we can just make sure every aspect is covered and that they're going to be their best. That's great. Now I know that people can find you by going to the pageantplanet.com, but what other social media sites are you available on? What's your website URL? Give us the deets. Sure. Yeah. So we're on every social media outlet there is. So, um, people love to follow us on Snapchat really for our daily behind the scenes of what's happening here in the store and, and everything that you're going to find us under is just winning crown and it's all one word. So if you want to find us on Snapchat, it's winning crown. Um, a lot of people follow us on Instagram again, winning crown, same on Twitter and Facebook. And our web address is um, winningcrown.com. You can also email us or call us. And our email is info at winningcrown.com. And our phone number is 402-933-2525. So there's multiple ways to get a hold of us. We have people daily reaching out to us on every uh, form of social media. And it's great. We love to interact with people. And uh, we post something you like. We'd love to hear your comments. So um, we're easy to find. So it's pretty safe bet that if girls want to win the crown, they should connect with winning crown. Boutique. We would love that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hence awesome. the name. Yes. Yeah. That's and our tagline, I think says it all. We are always original and or I'm sorry, never identical and always original. So that that's really our claim to fame. We want to make sure people are themselves and they're unique and we're not just creating copycats of last year's winner. Right. Completely. And isn't that what pageantry is all about? I mean, bringing out that individual in each one of the girls, you know, and absolutely. Yeah. For them to be able to connect with somebody like yourself that can do that. Awesome. Awesome stuff. So again, Michelle, thank you so much for just taking out the time and pouring into us all the information. I know the girls on the other side of this call are taking copious notes and that they'll oh, be reaching so. out. Well, to if you they soon. didn't, we'll, yeah, we'll recap with them if they didn't take notes. So not a problem. Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.